Bolt-on Technologies, automotive software solutions. Auto repair shops that have Bolt-on Technologies software provide customer vehicle condition reports, including photos and text, real-time digital reports, multi-point inspections, estimates, and repair information at your fingertips. Info at boltontechnology.com. Live from the Johns Refrigeration Media Center at the East Valley Institute of Technology, this is 88.7 The Pulse, KPNG, Chandler, Phoenix, and KVIT, Apache Junction, Goldfield, Ghost Town, Arizona. This is Wrench Nation, car talk, car culture, car tips, car music, all that is car. Wrench Nation Car Talk. Call or text your questions now, 480-655-8870, with your hosts, Frank and Steve. It is time for another edition of Ranch Nation every Wednesday, of course, at 4 o'clock, right here on 88.7 The Pulse. Steve and Frank, hello there, Frank. What is happening, people? Welcome back. It's uh, it's our little comfy cozy. We got, a lot of, we got a lot of students on campus today. We do. We're doing registration here for EVIT for the 2017-2018 school year. So we're looking forward to seeing all the students and all the more than 30 programs here at EVIT. And boy, oh boy, oh boy, if you'd like to call in at any time today, 480-655-8870 if you want to text. We would love to be able to answer your questions today. We've got special guests. We've got a busy day today, Frank. we got a busy day, guys. And as always, we tell you, if you guys are listening to this on the uh, replay on the podcast, iTunes, wherever you're at, we appreciate you guys joining us. And uh, we do have a busy day right on. We've got to clap. We got some announcements we are talking about. We got our female scholarship winner. We do. Happening today, people. We do. Yeah. We're going to announce who that winner is today. And thanks so much to Accurate Automotive. Yes. Lee and Kelly Weatherby are here today, and they are in studio. And, and Lee, actually, that microphone on the headphone don't work. That's just oh. on the side. You talk into that one right there. Okay, good. We had Kelly in before, but we didn't have you before. Pull that microphone right up in front of your face there. There, there go. you go. Now look, we can hear you. Look at Steve. It's like it's like we're at a rodeo. Just pull up a seat right go. there. Get it out. There you go. So, but yeah, we're honored, man. We got uh, such a great show, and and you know, I say we bring in Mr. Lee Weatherby and Kelly Weatherby of Accurate Automotive. Welcome, guys. Thank you so Thanks very for much. Having us. Yeah, um, Accurate Automotive out of Mesa on Robson Street. Robson, yeah. Yep. And uh, you know, you guys know we talk about all the time. It's a community show. That means community means that hey, if you're in if you're in Bel Air, California. It's a community of mechanics, automotive technicians getting together. We like to share with you the stories of the industry. And, of course, we are always here for your car care tips. Lee is an ASE. Lee don't mess with, He's not some real estate guy that got into business. This man is serious. He is a car expert. And we're careful about the expert. We always tell you guys we don't know everything. But, Lee, tell us your journey in the business. You're a technician by trade. You're at heart a technician. Yeah. Tell us about your past, brother. You know what? I... Uh... <clears throat> Boy, I started out when I was 13 years old. Right. Uh, working for my uncle, and it just kind of got the bug. Um, so I the went bug. to my- we all We all got the bug. Yeah. Where was this? Wait, was it, was this... it in Arizona or was it another state? Actually, California. In California, yeah, right? Started out in California. And uh, I, the funniest part is, my uncle basically took me into his gas station. I saw you know all the technicians doing their thing, and I said, Hey, I want to do that. And he says, Okay, here's a lawnmower. So he gave me a lawnmower. Oh, says, gosh. Tear the thing apart. So I did. But I tore it apart with a hammer. You know what I mean? <laughs> it was like an erector set. He <laughs> said, it was like an erector set. He said, I don't need fancy tools. Well, here was the beautiful thing. He comes out after I get all torn apart. I was all excited, really happy. You know, hey, Uncle Bert got this thing torn apart. He looks at me and goes, put it together. Customer's coming at five. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Wow. And, and so what we're talking about, guys, we always tell you that, you know, 
Starting a garage is not the easiest thing. We'll all agree. We got a lot of wrenches across the country. Uh, we got some shout outs coming up for you guys as well. And we'll cover some auto news. But Lee, a lot of us listening right now um, have, have kind of toyed around with, you know, I, I want to get into the automotive industry. What happened to you when you were young that may have swayed you away or who were your mentors? I mean, because that's a big thing. We start something. It's a, low, it's a big question. But how did you get through the, the first couple of years? You're like, oh, my goodness, this grease and this stuff. How did you get through that? What you know, was the, your, how did you hang on to that? The interesting thing was that I, I loved it. I, I, you I, had a passion. I did. I had a yeah. passion for it. And I, I actually did go outside of the industry and tried to work uh, you know, in yeah. another industry. And I, I think realized, we all did. I think yeah. some of us sold carpet machines. Or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I actually went to school and got my education, decided that, you know what, this is what I'm going to do. I'm ready to do this. And yeah. I went into that field and found out right away, yeah. corporate world just wasn't for me. And Kelly, you guys do an amazing job. You know, Wrench Nation's all about community, but we got a big kudos to Accurate Automotive out there in Mesa. You guys do an amazing job in the community. What do you guys got coming up? You got some stuff coming up in the fall, maybe some clinics. You got, I, I know you guys, when the weather gets nicer and yeah. more behaved, what are you guys doing out in the community? When it's not so terribly hot, we've uh, got some car clinics coming up, and I think we have a remote uh, van coming out from the Pulse, so we're excited about that. And yes. We're just uh, really honored to have made a um, connection with the yeah, French, French well, Nation. Are you and, kidding um, me? We, we really jumped in. We're excited about it and really honored that you're letting us uh, be part of your, your group. Your well, gang, your family, <laughs> and that's what it's about. You guys listening, you know we, we talk about this all the time. It's about family and community. We're not perfect. Um, today's show, since we're talking about uh, imperfections and the journey, how do you hire a mechanic? That's what we're talking about oh. today. If you guys are listening, we're, we're talking from the consumer's perspective. Okay. And guess what? We're going to give you a little inside the garage. Oh, yeah, we got to know as a consumer because I'm the only one from the outside. Yeah. But, you know, from from the non-auto world, as a consumer, we want to know, you know, what are you putting into making your decisions on who's working on my stuff? Right. And then what what is garage owners, what are we doing wrong or what can we, you know, I mean, how do we hire good people? So I think it's fascinating. This is Inside the Garage series, this special edition. We do once, maybe every six shows, want to bring you into the garage yeah. and kind of lighten you up with uh, how some of this is done. I think it's great perspective. It's not, it's not an exact science because people can be kind of funny, but there are good people out there, Lee. We, you know, there are good hires. There's, there's some great hires. There's some great people. And, and here's what it all boils down to. We're, we're, we're great mechanics. That's what we do very well. But that's not what we specialize in. What we yeah. specialize in is customer service. Yeah. We specialize right. in our people and understanding what their needs are. We have to do the same with uh, our employees uh, because they are our family as well. Yeah. Sure. Um, and so when we're looking, we're looking for people that will fit our culture, yep. that will fit who would be the best fit for our customers. Those right. people, because believe it or not, we go home thinking about them. You know what I mean? We do, we, man. We, we, we listen and we listen intently and we listen with a desire to assist, to serve and to help. Right. And when you do that, it really, uh, that's what you're looking for when you're looking for an automobile repair facility. You're looking for somebody who's going to pay attention to you and service your needs. That's you right. You know what I mean? That's see, I've said it before as the, the average Joe. Whenever my car broke down, I'm like, oh, gee, how bad am I going to get screwed today? Yeah. See, you the, know? Prob the problem is right. with most shops that – and here again, let me, let me rephrase that. Right. That's, that's incorrect to say most shops. We have some phenomenal shops around this valley. Yes. I mean, really. Across the country, there's, there's good Absolutely. Sure. Absolutely. There, there's some really, really wonderful folks. But then there are some others that, that – lead right to what you're talking about that if we had to live up to the ethical standard of our profession 
then Frank and I would have to lower our standards. I won't say and by that, the I way, w- we're coming after you, just so you know. I know you're listening. <laughs> I just want to give you an experience because, because you know, why would I think that way? It's because of an experience that I had. Experience that I had. I'm not going to say the name of the place. It's a chain shop. And I took in my truck, my Dodge Ram. This was, I don't know, 12, 13 years ago. Like Air conditioner was screwed up. you remember it. Yeah. <laughs> Air just, conditioner was screwed up, right? He, he was scarred. So yes, I drove it in, and and they said, oh, you need a new compressor. Mm-hmm. Okay. So they said, okay, 1600 bucks. I said, well, Yikes. hang on to it. You know, don't do not do it right now. I didn't have the money available. Right. So I'll have to get back to you. I drove it into Evit the next morning, mm-hmm. took it to the auto shop. It was some $10 little thing in there. That that literally you, you, he he replaced it with ten bucks and it fixed it. It oh. wasn't the compressor. I'm sitting there. I'm sitting there going, if it was a compressor, it wouldn't be blowing cold air. I'm saying this: if it happens, how do we as consumers decide? Do we offer that relationship an opportunity to clear the transparency? Lee, I come into your garage. The same situation. I say, hey, listen, this is a lot of money. Are we sure? How right. do good garages prove we are sure? Right. And and so in hindsight, it's always twenty twenty. Sure. I'll tell you, we we were very transparent on the show. I had a gal in, very good client. I thought, four hundred dollar spend on a repair back in April. She called today, car's not fixed. I'm like, okay, that was April. Did yeah. you? What happened? Where have you been? <laughs> right, yeah. but right. for Lee, three months, right? Like yeah. you would, and like so many small, uh, God, I don't want to say mom and pop, but I'm saying family. So many small independent businesses. Mm-hmm. Business is precious to us, so I'm right. looking for solutions. Right. Now, ultimately, uh, we could argue, but I ended up refunding the money, but I made a very clear point, as I think you should have as well, Steve, made, right. made the communication with the garage, hey, you know what, this is, are there options, right? right. And I think as consumers, if you got a relationship already, don't fire somebody because of money yet. Don't, right. That's not high in the list, because guess what happens? They may have fixed a little $10 part right and i don't want to rant and well, rave what i'm here, saying is frank i wouldn't have known if they put a new compressor in it or not and just pocketed the change i right. wouldn't have known that so the fact well, that that they said that was it and the fact that i came to a school and the auto teacher told me it wasn't i'm sitting there going that's a problem they're trying to shoot sure. me over that's yeah. the problem all right so yeah. so that burned me at it that burned. time you sure. feel like every mechanic it burned me. yes i you get know that. until you can find that relationship again and build that trust again right and, right. and that's why and that's why that's, relationships are so important yeah because communication and education yeah. are everything in this industry. There you yeah. go. So, for example, if instead of just coming to you and saying, hey, you need a compressor, you know what I mean? Educate That's why. a little abrupt, right? right. Yeah. They say, look, we've done this, this, this. It all leads us to believe that right. this is where the component failure is. Right. And then, you know what? <clears throat> we always suggest to you know some of our customers, if they would like to get a second opinion, they're free to go do that. Sure. Um, in fact, it's encouraged sometimes. Because here's the thing. You're not the only one that's ever had an experience of that nature. Of course. And you know what? In that particular case, it sounds to me like whoever that particular individual was or that chain, either they had an unqualified technician working on your vehicle, didn't look far enough, and you know what? He was giving you is what we're going to call swag effort. Sure. Okay? But that is not what we do in our shop. Right. You know, see what I'm saying? Or Frank does in his shop. Right. We have qualified technicians who actually break down systems and components. Yeah, we invest in the uh, the components that are needed to give you the education. Okay, well, from my need. side, I mean, I would think, you know, being yeah. I own a small business on the side of a DJ company. Sure. Mm-hmm. It's easier, it, it, it's better 
to keep a customer than to have to keep finding new well, ones. Yes. No right? question. It's, no yeah. question. Yes, and, yeah, and, and the thing that Frank said, I, I really admire, but I want you to really listen to it and break it down because he had a customer that came in in April. She had a, a problem. Mm-hmm. It was disappointing for her. Right. She came back at a later date, right. sometime later, much later. Substantially and, later. Yeah. And, and, and what happened was, Frank didn't argue. You know what I mean? Arguing doesn't get you anywhere. Right. Listening is everything. Communication is everything. Education. And like he said, I made a point. What did he do? He educated. Right. He took the opportunity yes. to say, and get, guess what? It wasn't about the money. Frank's not about the money. It wasn't right. about the money. It's never about the money. Because listen, whether you're fixing, repairing, or replacing, automotive repair is never about the money. You're going to spend the money no matter what. Whether yeah. you're replacing it, whether you're repairing it, it's matter whether it is a good idea to proceed forward or not. Well, see, that's why when Frank came to me and wanted to do Wrench Nation, mm-hmm. I said, well, this is not going to be just a big commercial for your for your you know desert car care. And he yeah. said, no, I don't even care. We don't have to mention it. And he almost never does. Yeah, yeah right. But the point is, it's, it's a education. fantastic shop, though. That's right. It's education. Yep. And it's it's about empowering right. the person who's listening and giving them more knowledge and, and more firepower, really, so that they can help themselves. A lot of you stuck around. A lot of you guys on the podcast listening live. We've got a lot of students on the campus here, perhaps Today. listening yeah. for the first time. Look, the bottom line is that, you know, we're telling the story. We're right. on a journey. Uh, this whole mess is not perfect. Uh, but we're going to share the stories. I feel that if you can share the story, you're going to be able to attain that. Right. We don't want to be a bunch of talking heads. Nothing against the talking heads. But, you know, and we're going to make it live. <laughs> I can play some of them right now. Yeah, Ooh, ah, yeah. So, Lee, we're going to dive into more. We're talking In about how yes. do you hire a mechanic. But first, oh, my goodness, there's always some news going on. And Frank broke Yeah, Frank and broke All right, now, this is pretty silly. We've been talking about these self-driving cars. Some of you said, never, never will I get in one. We know that uh, Uber and Lyft are playing around. But Congress did something. I think it's goofy. Stop the presses. Oh, my goodness. Congress is about to hand over the keys to the big self-driving car companies. And it is a problem. Because this is breaking news, people. It is a serious problem. They are not going to regulate. Here's the story. An unusual slate, Democrats and Republicans getting together. Wow, that doesn't happen. Finally, it doesn't happen. <laughs> and essentially what they've said is that they're going to allow about 100,000 of these self-driving vehicles without meeting existing auto safety standards, people. Wow. I had to read this three times. Uh, this bill is getting ready to go through. I'm thinking there's going to be some midnight hour change. Here it is again. Let's hope Self-driving so. cars. Automakers will deploy about 100,000 of these cars without meeting existing auto safety standards how does that work that's, that's bananas scary. Scary. it, it doesn't is make scary. any sense to me yeah so there are some safety groups obviously popping their heads out like they should be uh they're urging the government really to come on now let's set the rules of the road here for these drivers vehicles uh just because they're robotic and perhaps you think you got a million miles without an accident we should be setting some rules, don't you think, Lee? You know what? Absolutely. Because <laughs> oh, my goodness. Let, let, let's face it. The only thing that, that separates us is that we have rules to follow. And the reality of it is safety is one of the most basic rules of the road. Yeah. And you're, you're now taking a government entity that's saying, I, I guess the, the real reality of it is, if they were willing to jump in every one of those cars, all right, themselves, take right. It to and from and be well, the test guinea pigs, it's yeah. like, hey, let them do it. But you know what? They're gambling with you and I and our loved ones. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like it's like healthcare. Do they got the do they pay as much as I do every month in healthcare? They don't even uh, get to go to the same doctors. Exactly. What kind of doctors they have on the hill. But uh this is a big problem. I'm gonna pay attention to this. I'm sure you guys will agree. You certainly can call or text your thoughts. 480-655-8870. 
what you thought. No language, no legality, just release the wild. I mean, I like I like the idea of autonomous, but like you said, Lee, we need some rules. I got another interesting story. Yeah. I had Audi came out with a commercial, guys, in China that literally belittles and Kelly, you're probably gonna go through the roof. I Uh-oh. gotta read this. <laughs> uh we hate when we belittle these women out there. Don't be belittling. Audi, you belittled in China. Well, this is China, not here. In China, not here, but, but China. maybe you don't want to buy an Audi oh, because yeah. of it. <laughs> so Audi came out with this ad comparing a wife to a used car. Oh. So uh in the gist of this guys, and you can catch this on ad age is kind of where we did the research on this. Audi's commercial in China, basically a mother-in-law is interrupting a wedding ceremony. She's inspecting the bride. She's checking whether she's up to standard. Um, hello. Uh, the older woman grabs the bride's nose, her ears, pinches her lower lip, makes sure that she's looking good for the wedding. Are you kidding me? Checking under the hood. <laughs> yeah, checking under the hood, checking her teeth and tongue. This is straight up. And the bride gets an okay. And all of a oh, sudden, wow. Audi comes in. And this is for their used car uh, program thing. They're selling these used Audis, and they're okay. saying, is the inspection <laughs> up to snuff? Are you kidding me? Oh, no, yeah, see. that's not cool. That's not good, right? Uh, yeah. so, I mean, I see some humor in it, but I understand the- No, but that's- I don't think they intended to make it like, like you're- I like, don't know. Like, I don't think so. Chinese social media ripped it's it apart. there, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. I don't know. That's, yeah. your, that's your automotive news. All right, we got some shout-outs as we do every week, and this is a very special shout-out. We got a couple of you wrenches listening out in the garage out in, uh, where are you guys at? Montana. Green Hyundai out in Montana. Dalen, we get a big shout out. Thanks for listening to the show. You guys rock. And uh, hey, if you lost your owner's manual, Car Care Council, carcare.org. We know you ain't got the owner's manual. You just bought the used car. <laughs> You're running around. Where do I find a mechanic? Well, how about find the owner's manual? You can get on a Car Care Council. It's a nonprofit. Type in your information. Get all the details about your ride. Carcare.org. All right, coming up next, the mechanic who just topped the charts with an amazing book. Stay tuned. We'll tell you more next on Wrench Nation. Wrench Nation Car Talk on 88.7 The Pulse. It is Stephen Frank, Wrench Nation, and Lee and Kelly Weatherby from Accurate Automotive and Mesa. Before we get to our guests, we do have a question off the text line at 480-655-8870. Hi, my name is Michael. Long-time listener, I have a question. I have a 02 Honda Civic that's overheating. My cooling fan was not working, so I installed a new one, and it's still overheating and fan not working. What should I do next? Any help is much appreciated. Well, in this heat, you will need therapy, so we, we have a number for you. Uh, so Lee changed out his cooling fan, and uh, I guess we need to know, was it overheating at idle? or? Well, the, rea- of- the reality of it is is, is what, what you really need to do is make sure that you've got power uh, to the cooling fan, because I think you've you understood that now we've changed out the cooling fan, still not working. We now yeah. have to check the integrity of the circuit. Yeah. Got to check you know, the relays. You're going to have to check right back to the thermal switch. Probably the easiest thing you can do, jump the thermal switch. Just basically jump right across it, make sure the fan, integrity of the fan has... Tell the children on. to leave the room because that could be dangerous. <laughs> it could be really well, dangerous. I mean, it's, it's funny, too, because we say that we, we talk this language, uh, jump the thermal switch and uh, navigate through the situations of the fuse linkable linkage. And people, we're like, we're, it's casual, but people listen like, oh, what day? What are we doing? Nuclear yeah, like, what, what is he talking about? Bottom line is it's going to need a little bit more. Uh, well, if, you, if you could replace the cooling fan, he probably could jump the switch. 
The best, yeah, the well, best, the best thing for him to do, really, yeah. is to bring it into a qualified mechanic, <laughs> yep. let him take a look at it. You know what I mean? Yep. And find out what's going on. Because unfortunately, we're, not knowing how long it's been overheating or anything else, he could have other problems. He's a four eight zero area code, so he's probably in the East Valley. So yeah. Accurate Automotive in yeah. Mesa or Frank over Desert Car Care, Car Life over there with Eddie and Gilbert. Yeah. So wherever you are, Facebook uh, dot com and uh, Wrench Nation on Facebook. Of course, Frank will tell you. A place near you. Yeah, that's what we're about. We'll get you to in the right hands across right, so the country. Frank, what do we got? You want to bring our got? guest in? I think we should. Do we get a little drum roll? Do we get, what do we get? We get a little clappage. Who do clappage. we have here? It is Shari Pheasant. Shari, what is happening? Hey, guys. I'm Downtown Nashville on Broadway right now. We're wow. at the Women Car Care Conference having some girl fun. Well, all right. And I got to let everybody know this is a big deal. Miss Pheasant, thank you, the award-winning business strategist. And not only that, girl, you you walked the walk. You uh, a master mechanic out of Sparks, Nevada, Reno. Tell us, where's your garage at? Yeah, so our garage is in Sparks, Nevada. Um, it's called A Master Mechanics. I named it after my husband. We have a little bit of fun with that. You get it right, A Master. Um, but <laughs> All right. uh, watch out, <laughs> going to get to his head now. Be careful. Got to have fun, but yes. I'm the business strategist. He's the industry expert, and we make a great team. Right. We're going to dive into how to hire a good mechanic. We're going to talk about some of that and share some of those stories. Uh, but first things first, uh, give a shout-out. You're, you're representing uh, as well you're meeting with some national uh, folks, aren't you? What group are you I, meeting with? So I'm meeting with Women in Auto Care. We are a um, group from the Auto Care Association um, under the direction of Bill Handy. Um, Tammy Tecklenburg is our current president. Tammy's a rock star. Tell Tammy we said hi. We love Tammy. I will. Um, we are all up on the rooftop of Ariel at Nashville to celebrate um, our, nice. our, our togetherness, right? And we just uh, spent a day learning. Um, we heard from some guys that are in Washington, D.C. about what's happening. Um, Talked to, you know, how to balance your leadership. Um, just all kinds of stuff. So we come here, fill ourselves up so we can get back out in the industry and make things happen with all the guys. Yeah, we need a lot of help, some of those guys. No doubt about it. Uh, <laughs> there's, that's for sure. Um, so you have been around, um, and, and you're out of Reno. And I got to tell the people, I mean, there's a lot of books out there. There's tips. We all got tips. But you just came out with a 25 car care tips for women. And I understand this is international. You got some sales international. Tell us about that book. What is going on? Uh, I did. Well, you know, I, I love women. I've been married for 25 years. But, you know, I'm a chica. I'm a car chica. And there's a lot of women out there. Wait a minute. Did you know? say car chica? Chica. I car like chica. that. Is that trademarked yet? <laughs> no, let's do it. Hey, we got Kelly. Sorry, we got Kelly Weatherby. She's a rock star, and, and you guys will meet someday. Uh, but Kelly, Shari does some amazing things, and I, and I got to just jump in. She's got the 25 car care tips from women. Um, tell us about the book, and then I, I want to talk to Kelly about some of the experiences for women real briefly before we dive into uh, hiring. How do you hire a good mechanic? Tell us more about this book. This, I like the so pictures. Uh, thank you. Uh, they're fun. I wanted it to be fun and entertaining. I, I think, and it's not just for women. I've had men tell me they love it. Um, just not to tell anybody. So here yeah. I'm putting it out on the radio, right? Well, I'll but, tell everybody. Um, I like chapter four. It didn't had a lot of pictures and some good points. Go ahead. Okay. Um, uh, you know, I like where I compare the doctor's offices to um, auto repair shops. I think that we have as much value, if maybe not more. Um, in everybody's lives. So um, I wrote the book. I want women to feel comfortable and men and to have some things that they, they know that they need to do for their cars. And I think one of the main things, Frank, is 
you know, they get those stories once or twice a year about these bad shops that aren't doing the right thing, and that becomes the whole story. And you know what? That's like less than 1% of the industry. So I want to get the word out about the great independent service shops that are looking for long-term relationships and that take care of women and men alike and take you, care of our cars. You mentioned something in the book before we bring Kelly in here. We, and, and why not? We're going to address the situation uh, about women uh, not only in the industry, but as consumers, the book is really guided towards that. You mentioned something that struck a nerve with me, and I'm sure to strike a nerve with uh, Lee. Uh, we can speak on this. Um, parts have gotten more expensive, as you state in your book. You, you let folks know that, hey, things have gotten more expensive, like our economy, you know, the rate. Of, but our labor has not. What is up with that? We're not, ch- you know, as garages, and I'm not complaining. We want to keep our labor in line. But uh, if we follow the rate infl- of inflation, uh, Shari, our labor rates would be what, two hundred eighty-five dollars? Way more. Way more. <laughs> Tell us well about that. I thought that was interesting. You brought that up in the book. Well, I did it because you know seventy-five percent of our independent automotive shop owners are technicians. Yeah. So these are the guys that work really hard. That and gals. There's this quite a good few. Yeah, yeah. Right. Sorry, I'm a girl. I get it. Come on. <laughs> but these these are, are are technicians. These are people that work really hard and are willing to do whatever they can to help you. But they don't understand the business part of it. So here's the problem. If they don't charge enough and they aren't getting what they need for their services, they aren't going to be in business for you. So they won't be there a couple years from now. And, you know, Shari, I'm going to bring in Kelly. Uh, Kelly, Shari brings a good point up in the book. Cheap is not always the way to go. Well, no, I think uh, with most women consumers, it's really about what we were talking about earlier, and it's the education. Women want to feel empowered by knowing how to make the best decision and getting the best value, most mostly. I mean, you, of course, you always have those people, men and women alike, that will do nothing but uh, coupon shop. And that's really not the customer base that we're building. Yeah, and tough. so we're, we're building relationships, and we wanted to be empowered by uh, being educated and feeling good about going into a shop and making that, um, you know, getting that warm and fuzzy and building a relationship and trusting your mechanic is giving you the best in- information. Right. Great car care guide. Uh, we've got Shari Pheasant on the line here out of Nashville. Boy, we wish we were yeah. in Nashville right I, now. I'm uh, jealous. <laughs> and, and Kelly, I agree with you. 65% of the money that comes into the automotive it's definitely women from women. I know. Women. Yeah. Um, so we need to, our marketing needs to, you know, be, attract women. Yep. Um, the, our culture needs to attract women. Um, our service needs to attract women. Because, you know what, even if, if they, these, uh, when married women, those husbands, I've talked to them. Well, they feel good when they can send their wife somewhere that she's taken care of. That's what they want. Then they can step out and do their thing. All right, let's get let's it, dive in. We're going to dive it, in right now. So we're talking about one of those things, ladies, gentlemen, yes. Lee, help me out. Um, <laughs> one of those things on the journey for someone that owns a car, we're talking about uh, male or female, is, well, I got this huge conundrum of finding a good mechanic. So we're talking about hiring a mechanic. Kelly, what do you say, what's one of the greatest things you can do to actually hire a mechanic as a consumer um, when you're talking to folks in the community and you're saying, hey, this is a great guide, maybe one or two tips. Kelly, what say you about hiring a mechanic? Well, first of all, the ethic has to be, the ethical standard has to be very high. Where do I find this? Where do you find as a consumer, I'm oh. coming in. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm looking okay, for a garage. So yeah. You're going to the Internet. You're uh, asking um, my town or, you know, 
your neighbors and your friends and family uh, where is a great person? Where have you felt good about? So word of mouth. Word of mouth is all water cooler. Never never better advertising than word of mouth. You know? Yeah. We believe in marketing, obviously, but uh, the word of mouth and the feel good and the relationships that you've built and that time and effort you've put into those relationships will pay tenfold. Right. And, and Shari, we're talking about hiring a mechanic here. We always say on the show, test drive before you need one. Go visit, preview. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's like uh, treat that first date with a mechanic like you would your daughter's first date. You better scrutinize. Well, uh, how about if you're at the taxi service for your neighbor who says they need to go pick up their car? Great. I'd like to give you a ride. That's perfect. And you go on in yeah. and you see how they treat your neighbor. And then you're like, mm, not, not a good fit for me. Right. Wasn't, wasn't feeling it. Or you're like, whoa, that dude is like awesome. Or girl or guy. You know, Charlie, we got Lee Weatherby, a uh, great husband and a fisherman, I understand, and a uh, ATI shop. You got some accolades. Tell us about ATI. Oh, yeah. You know what? We've been uh, we've been with ATI for <clears throat> a long time. They Automotive the Training Institute, a little yep. shout out. Yeah. They mm-hmm. have, uh, they've changed the whole complexion, just yeah. like <clears throat> Cherry said earlier. Yeah. A lot of these technicians, I was that mechanic, you know what I mean? And I wasn't yeah. the, business, didn't know the side. business side. So right? you were great working on cars, but it was like, oh, my marketing's not that great. And That's we, correct. We, right. we built our monster, and we were like, well, we need help. You right. know? So and that's some great out. coaching. But on the subject of hiring, uh, Kelly had mentioned word of mouth, uh, mm-hmm. possibly going to check out online, maybe hook up with a neighbor, go check out the garage that they're yep. dropping off. And before we get back to Shari, Shari, uh, Lee, tell us, what, what do you say? I mean, there's people listening. All right, guys, you told me to go to Google, and I did that. And what do, how would, what do you say about uh, finding, how do I hire a good mechanic as a here, consumer? Here's the bottom <laughs> line. You're looking for a place that, that you can actually call home, you can trust. Uh, Shari brought it up earlier, talking about a doctor. We're just as valuable, if not more valuable, to most people because they're going to see us in hopefully most cases more often than they would their own you know, doctor or physician. Sure. But the key to it is this. It, they have to come and, like you said, test drive it out. In order to find out, you have to look at what people are saying about other people. Um, and anymore, the Internet is absolutely huge. So you want to go and you want to do a little background check. Yeah, check their Facebook and their Twitter. You bet. Yeah, well, yeah. you probably should because the reality of it is. Sure. And they don't even have to be really active. But you, the beautiful thing is not everything that you get on the Internet is true. But the reality of it is. People are not unintelligent. If People, every picture you see is somebody being drunk all the time, you're probably like, oh, I mean, not that I can guy. Hire that guy. <laughs> Bingo. So, not, that, not that guy. And, 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 and you can, What's you his can, brand? You can you know. glean a ton of information, you know what I mean, by the accolades that they have, by the sure. things that they've strived to, by the awards that they've, they've earned. How, and how community-oriented they are. How, there's a lot absolutely, and their how, credibility. How they yeah. handle their shortcomings on a one-star review. There you go. You bet. You yeah. bet. Nobody's right. perfect. Yeah. Shari Pheasant on the phone. 25 car care tips for women. Uh, one of the things you mentioned in your book, and I really, really like this, you give a lot of great tips, but one of the tips that you give is find a shop that understands it is about your convenience. You bet. Yes. Uh, Shari, well, that's, number one. I, I, that's golden. Nine. Price yeah. Is pro- price is number five to nine when you talk to people. First of all, I tell consumers, look, don't call at and ask for a price quote on the phone. No. That doesn't tell you anything about how they do business, right. what their you. experiences, or their ASE certifications. Stop it. It's Hold like on a minute, Shari. Yeah. Hold on. I gotta I speak. I gotta speak to a few people. I gotta tell you something. You want to know that for I, sure? I, I believe in that, and I gotta, uh. I gotta disrupt a little bit, and I hang in there with me. Most of us as consumers, we don't know like I, how, how much is all we know. So, I mean, That's isn't that society really trained us for but that? It, but it goes back to the education like she's talking about. All right. What happens is people like don't know what other questions to ask. Yeah, that, they, no right. doubt. They only ask price because what they want to say is, can I trust you? There you right. go. Take care of me. There you so go. You answer those two. When they say price, 
you need to say, look, it's, this is what it's about for us. We're looking to do long-term handle, uh, or develop long-term relationships. We want you, your dad, your grandma, your, that's right. your neighbor. Bingo. We're going to yeah. treat you right. Bingo. So that's what we're about is long-term relationships here. And, and I'm going to take care of you. If there's ever anything where you have a question, come back. Let us take care of it because we're not perfect. Yep. Nobody is. We, we want to get it right. And oh. that's what's important is the intent and integrity that's behind that. Kelly, Bingo. Kelly, go as, ahead, as, Kelly. as shop owners, Lee and I are never going to feel bad about asking for your business. We, we want your business. We want to prove to you that we can be your place, that you can feel at home and trust us and build that relationship with you. We're not going to be shy about asking for your business. That would be, you know, silly. And right. it's not that we'll but, avoid, it's not it that we'll avoid answering Kelly. the question of price. Yeah. It's that yeah. we want to educate you on why the cost is what it is, because there's a mm-hmm. whole slew yeah. of things that, that are equated with price. And that is everything's fantastic on the first visit. When you come in, you're happy. <laughs> We've done your breaks. They're great. Three months later, when they're squealing and there's a problem, that's when you find out the integrity and the ethics of that shop and that mechanic that you hired. Because how you're treated then is going to make all the difference in the world. And that's where you have the opportunity, just like you did, Frank. You brought it up in the beginning. You turned that customer into a lifetime customer. Yeah, no doubt. I don't think the public realizes that our industry on a whole brings 3% net to the bottom line, which is absolutely unheard of. There is not another business anywhere or industry that takes that. And so we've got to fix that. But we are so busy taking care of people, and that's really what we do is we take care of people that we're willing to, to not make a profit, but that's why shops are closing. Yep. So um, parts are more – you know, we just heard today that prices are going to go up for parts, 125 to $160 per repair. Wow. Now, out with what's going through in Washington, D.C. Okay, that's I got a question. Shari, you got some great tips, 25 car care tips for women. Uh, you can catch that on Amazon. One of the points you bring up that may be tough, it's a tough swallow for the consumer, and that is do not choose a shop that will give you a quote on the phone. Bingo. I'm going to tell Correct. you, hang on, I'm gonna, before I give you a chance to answer this, and we'll elaborate, I will tell you that, and I'm, I'm transparent, most of my, and I've got good reviews, people, but I've got a few bad reviews, and they all stem from this quote. schmuck wouldn't give me a price over the phone. Right. Shari, talk to us about that. That's a hot topic right now. You didn't give me a price over the phone. Tell us about So the reason you don't want a price over the phone, you don't want to go to a shop that gives you a price over the phone, is they're doing an invisible diagnostic. It's like calling your doctor and saying, look, I've got this bump on my shoulder. This is going on and that's going on. Can you tell me what's going on, what's happening, how much it's going to cost me? You, You know, when that happens, you have to go in for a few tests. They might not find out right away. You might make another visit. And we're talking a male and a female body. These things haven't changed over hundreds of thousands of years. Cars, you've got hundreds of makes and thousands of models, and they change with a different VIN application midway through the year. So it requires a different tool. It requires a different application. Quoting over the phone isn't fair to the customer, consumer, and it's not fair to the shop. It's not fair to the consumer because really they're guessing. They're doing a pretty good job at guessing, and I don't want to take away all of the talent that goes into that because there's a lot of – they don't just guess on the phone. They really look it up. But it would be like your doctor saying, yeah, I think it's going to cost about $1,250. We're going to do this. We're going to do this test, and you'll be fine afterwards. Right, sorry. So Lee, different. Lee would chime in as well. So what we're seeing is if you guys are listening, we're not trying to beat you up. This ain't about beating up the consumer. We want to help you. And one of those things yeah. is you probably should say something to the effect, how much does it cost to find out what's right. wrong with my car? Yeah. See, the reality of it is it, you, we just start devaluing you what it is that we do if we start 
talking about um, our crystal balls, the ones that we have. Yeah. That we, we don't know. Because we don't know. And, and that's the reality. And, and here's what, what mm-hmm. really uh, that we need to be considering, and that is <clears throat> we want to build the relationship. We can't build that relationship if the only thing we're talking about is price. And if all yeah. that is the concern is that we want to know how much it costs before I get there, then we've done a terrible job at speaking to them on the phone or helping them to understand what it is that we provide. Because then we, we failed. In essence, we failed. The truth of the matter is we have to just take that opportunity. It's nothing more than a beautiful opportunity, all right, for us to talk to the customer, to educate them, and to help and to start building that relationship. Because just like Sherry talked about, it's everything that we do. And if we give estimates over the phone, all right, without really any knowledge, there's no integrity behind that. None. Shari, Shari, go ahead. And Kelly's biting at the nails to say something. Shari, go ahead, and we're going to turn it to Kelly. Well, we are. This is such a hot topic. It is, is. but I'm a consumer. I don't know how to do this. And so let's let's help educate you. How do you meet the people? Um, do you do you date over the phone? Do you you know you have to go in and have a face to face. You want to see what their shop looks like. But my uncle's a mechanic. My uncle's a mechanic. My uncle's a mechanic, and he said I need a clutch. But I call that everybody's got a they. they. Everybody's got a they. I, and let me tell you who they are. These are the people that come in and they say, my guy that sits across from me said it should cost this much. And they told me that it was going to be this. And the manufacturer said that I only have to change my oil every 15,000 miles. And everybody's got a they. And you know what? I'm tired of the they's. And I tell them, listen, you know what? I'm Lee. And I'm here to be here for you. I am it. I can get get that part on the internet, and that's a they. You see what I'm saying? Let's regroup now. We're talking about hiring mechanic. We mentioned you guys. Great word of mouth in the office. Uh, drive into the place. If, you, yep. if you're dropping somebody off, Kelly uh, Kelly mentioned that. Uh, we've got Shari Pheasant on the phone with 25 Car Care Tips. She's a shop owner and also a coach. Let me ask you, as a coach, uh, coaching a lot of uh, entrepreneurs, specifically you're coaching other garages, what do you find mm-hmm. that we just don't get right for the consumer, Shari? What are we doing wrong uh, as shop owners? Mm-hmm. You know, I... I- I believe that we're not taking enough time to educate them about our value. Um, We're so busy just fixing things for them because we're fixers. We want to help people. That's who we are. And so we're willing to, you know, I don't want to say take it in the shorts, but Frank, on your show, uh, show, I think we can talk about that, that they take it in the shorts and then they're not making enough money to provide the service that they need to you. So to give you, and and so I, I think as shop owners, we have to stop and slow down. And get to know our clients and explain to them what's going on. Show them underneath the car. Show them the parts. Because it's not like it was in 1995. It's not like it was in 2005. My fear. I've got some fear. I'm hearing you loud and clear. And most people, they love it. Uh, I think most people will take away some really good points from this. This is my fear. My fear is that we're getting automation. My fear is we're going into e-commerce. We're old-fashioned service people. We love on people. We love what we do. We own what we do. Now we've got, and I just bring it up, we got Carl Icahn, billionaire, getting involved. Thousands of yep. garages. Pep, pep boys, I bring it up. Respectfully, respectfully. How do we know that uh, our consumer's not going to go the way of what they see that they're overwhelmed with? So we need to get back, I think, at the end of the day, is how much does it cost to find out what is wrong with my cars? If we could give you guys listening a huge tip. Um, out of everything that we said, and, and, and we say this respectfully, there are mechanics in the family. Perhaps uh, Grandpa tried to fix something, and it didn't work out, and he said, this is what it still needs. Remember, going into a garage, and for that matter, do we go into a doctor and say, replace the kneecap? Well, No, no. we get an x-ray. No. You get so a diagnosis. That's the number one tip. 
And uh, before we break, uh, you know, Shari, we want to let the people know, because I read the book. Um, it's an easy read. It's a reference. It's Thank a you. wonderful guide to keep it's in your fun. in your glove box. And we love you for that. 25 car care tips for women. One last question. I got to ask you, are you ready? Why I'm did ready. you write this book? <laughs> Tell us why. Why? My why. Your I why. Because I want to help consumers understand. I want them to feel empowered that they have the knowledge they need to walk into a shop. There's a whole page that says, don't go to a shop that does this. Do look for a shop that does this. Don't go to a shop that does that. Let's be transparent. That's what the consumers are looking for. That's what will help us to be transparent to them so they understand that we're just passing the cost along that we have to pay as well. It costs a lot of money to be in business and provide a great service for them. And so um, I wrote the book because I want shops and consumers to come together. I want to stop that one or two um, flash in the pan that, oh, my gosh, they got ripped off because that is less than 1% of the industry. We, we Look, you use – it's your biggest investment if you're a millennial, your second biggest investment if you own a home. And so it requires some care. If you put money – if you have your maintenance three times a year – you're going to save $30,000 in the life of your car. Every $1,000 you spend on maintenance saves you an $8,000 repair. Wow. Yep. So, wow. Right? Very, very good points. We'll let the people know. But, Steve, go hey, ahead. Sorry, by the way, we also, Wrench Nation, along with Accurate Automotive here in Mesa and also uh, Interstate Auto Care up in Detroit or yeah. Michigan area, have donated money towards a scholarship for a female who wants yeah. to be in the automotive industry. We're awarding Woo-hoo. that today. A nice 29-year-old lady out of Mesa. Her name is Jenna Brammer. Congratulations to Jenna. She's got yeah. a, a year's yeah. scholarship. Yeah. Woo-hoo. Yeah. That's awesome. Congratulations. Yes, 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 because we're trying to you know, encourage. There's a lot of women out there who really have an interest, but sometimes either the parents or society has said, no, no. you can't do that. You know, comment on that real quick. It's an amazing industry, and women are so embraced. I, I have to say that the clients that I have, the shops that I work with, the people that I meet, it's a great feeling. Um, it's a really strong industry that's very tight, and we care. We have a lot of heart in this industry. Um, because we are taking care of people, and we know that they can't get to work, they can't get to school, they can't do their errands, they can't go on their vacation if they don't have the tool that gets them there, and that's their car. Yeah. And that's so right. We, we're there for them. We really are. That's sure, right. Sorry, thank you so much for being on today. Again, 25, what's the name of the book, Frank? Well, we're talking about 25 car care tips. tips that you can find this on Amazon. Amazon. It is affordable. Make it your own. Get it in your ride. Find it on Amazon. Uh, 25 car care tips. In fact, we'll get it on our friend section of the website. Sounds and good. I got to tell you, let's get back to basics. If you need a good mechanic out, where are you at again? Nevada. Hey, I'm in Sparks, Sparks Nevada. Nevada. Sparks, Nevada. People go visit a Go see the aliens and then go see uh, go see uh, you in Sparks. Then. That's it. And, uh, <laughs> there you go. Thank you, Shari. Thank you, Shari. All right. Big hug shout out to the Women's Car Care Council. Got another text from a guy named Steve from Scottsdale. He has a 2011 Chevy Traverse, and my car is making a weird noise when I turn, but I've been told it's electric steering. What do I do? Let me, before you guys chime in, let me say this. Video it. Make a video of it so that right. you can show yeah. someone when it's happening. All See, right? you're getting there, Steve. He started with his He's like, what, by the what, way, what's an oil filter? Exactly. <laughs> and by the way, before we even uh, chime in on that, Billy Knuckles joins us now on the phone. Oh, I say, yeah. Hello, Billy. How Billy, are you? Billy Knuckles. Billy, you know, last week, the MLB had the All-Star 
you know, yes. we've got our own all-stars right now. I mean, we do, and that's what we love. You guys, we love this. Uh, listen, um, Shari mentioned something, and, and all of us in this room and, and you guys listening, perhaps we're in the industry, we've got some mechanics out there. Look, this is a networking platform. This is your show, right? and right. we are trying to bring it together. This is a little different. We're trying to bring the industry and the consumer. Yell at us, please. We want to know, and we're trying to educate. Go ahead, Steve. So, Billy, did you hear the guy who has the steering problem? Yeah, I did. I didn't hear that part. Okay, uh, I, I chimed in just as you guys were talking about, you know, who to hire. Well, hold on, hold, on. hold we, on. We got we got a text right now. We want to answer them and let you go first. 2011 Chevy Traverse making a weird noise when he turns, but he's been told it's electric steering. What does he do? Oh gosh, what do you think, so, Billy? So this is so. This is my answer to him. Is is what? First of all, Mister Customer, what do you think it is? Because what I want to know is if he already is predisposed into thinking that it's already something. Is there a dollar value in his head or her head? Wait a minute. Are you writing a book, too? Well, <laughs> yeah, no. I, I'm, not sure. I'm not quite a chance. Well, now, he uh, thinks it's electric it. steering because electric. he's been told by someone, but they, you know, they, we're they trying said. to help him here. Yeah, so <laughs> I'm, said. Not good enough, I'm not good enough to be able to tell you that over the phone. Okay. All right, wait a minute. You're supposed to bring a crystal ball on the show. That's the contract. <laughs> exactly. All right, yeah. well. I'm not, but, but what we can do is we can tell him certainly that's a, that's a possibility, but the, a question to ask the customer is, why are you jumping there? Why are you jumping to something that that potentially costs several hundred dollars? All right, I'm going to rephrase it. I'm going to take over for the text, and I'm going to say, Hang on, Bill. There's something wrong with my steering. I know it's electric. Uh, when I turn, uh, we're going to bring Lee Weatherby, an accurate automotive, uh, joining us as well. Lee, what do you think about all this? Uh, you know, the first question I'm going to ask is I'm going to say, customer, how do you feel? You drive your car every day. Or you feel safe in driving the car? They'll give me a response and okay. answer. All right, hey, let's role play. I don't feel safely. Uh, My wife's slapping me upside my neck. She said I got to do something. What's next? Frank, is it possible that, you know what, where are you at? Where are you located? How far away are you from the shop? Is it something that we need to maybe get a tow truck to you? I don't have tow. Will you tow it? You bet I will. Okay, so what are we looking for here in this conversation, Billy Knuckles out of uh, Detroit, man? What are we looking here? Well, here's what I'm looking for. What I'm looking for is the customer building a rapport with me over some, some important pointed questions I'm asking him. So when he says, for example... How much for a, a, a steering rack? Rather than me telling him, first of all, there's, there's a, a 50-50 chance that that's going to be the case. Yeah. What, what if I were to ask him, would it interest you to know that there are several things that can cause that popping or grinding or groaning noise that you have there? Some customers will say, nope, I, I'm absolutely positive that it's the steering gear. In which case I would say to him at that point in time is I can't give you a price without confirming it myself. All right, so I want to come. I want to come in and make an appointment. Steve wants to make an appointment. Well, how do you how do you handle that, Steve? You want to go into Interstate Auto Care out in Detroit? Yeah, I mean, I mean, obviously, this is Steve who's on the text, and we're we're talking to him as well. But Steve has that problem, so his best bet is now go get it checked out. Absolutely, <laughs> there's, there's, there's there's no substitute by, by a for qualified diagnosis. mechanic. Yeah, I I, I <laughs> yeah. want to make sure that something's really clear. Right, there is no substitute for diagnosis. It's the hardest thing we do in this industry is diagnose, diagnose and diagnose right. properly. There's a reason why people have <clears throat> ASC certifications and other certifications and take the time to go to school to get the education. And it is so, just like <clears throat> we learned earlier, we care. We want to make sure that you are not being wasteful in the money that you spend right. because everybody, this guy's a got a they. They told me it was right. this. They told me it was that. Right. They don't even know for sure that it's it's electric steering. And like Billy said, there's a whole bunch of different things in there. It could be. Yes. You bet. So there, you know, you've got to take a look at that and say, hey, I've got to have this checked out. You bet. Yes. You know, how much is it going to cost you to have it checked out? Probably not going to break you just to have it checked out. Well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Stop right now. I mean, there's people out there that, that want to be empowered, and some of us think we can be empowered because we're going to educate on our own what we think. Google, 
YouTube, and that's a fight for us in the garage. You guys listening, we respect that, right? Before you call a garage, how do we do this? Well, we're going to try to find out. Electric steering, Chevy Traverse, problems, YouTube. And so now we're up against that, and we respect that. What we're saying is we respect that. However, back to basics, as we said earlier, how much, guys, to find out what's wrong with my car? Billy Knuckles, what do you think? I think an, an hour's labor, whatever the, hour, the, uh, the going rate is around the country, is more than reasonable, uh, especially if you have a situation in which, let's say, for example, it turns out to be something really obvious. You know, you get the car in, you find out somebody's been in it with an accident, there's some bushings that weren't tightened down or what have you, the rack bushings. You tighten them down, you send the customer off, uh, whether you charge them, you know, a half an hour's labor, whether you charge them nothing, that's your prerogative. But the, the point of it is, is only, I don't know what it is about our industry, that we would allow the unprofessional conduct of, you know, like, imagine you and I calling a doctor and saying, you know, I've got this heartburn. Uh, how much for a heart transplant? Right? Right. I, mean, I, I have an answer. I have an answer as to why. You're Are exactly you ready? Right, though. I have an answer. There's three things. I'm going to just say it. Brakes, batteries, and oil change. We commoditize that stuff. We said, you know what? This is the price of roughly on an oil change. We give price, price, price. Battery, 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 price, yeah, price. Yeah, you don't, you now, don't see an advertisement. Now I call you, hold on a minute, Steve. Now yeah. I call you and I need a clutch. I expect a price. Right. Because the rest we of the industry. We gave a price for, every, for the other three things. Why are you not going to give me a price for the clutch? And I think, Billy, what we're saying is there is some frustration, but I think for the consumer, um, give us an opportunity to like examine like a doctor x-ray on some yeah. of that stuff. Um, and, and not everything we can just whip out price. I think, it's, I think it's important that we, we do understand that we get back to the foundation, which is the relationship. Because here's the thing. In all of these things, there, there, there's no right or wrong answer for what you're saying other than, listen, <clears throat> we don't want to put the customer in jeopardy either way, whether it be safety and or whether it be saving their pocketbook. Because the reality of it is if we get bad information, that could cost them a fortune that they don't need to spend. Right. The reality of it is what we need to do is we need to build the relationship to the point where they trust us enough to bring that vehicle in so that we can verify. If it's $100 as a, as a diagnostic fee and then we get it in and we find out it's a five-minute thing, just like Billy said, and we take care of it, we don't charge and put them on their way, that's fantastic. But they need to understand that we will do that. They need to have that confidence Frank, in us. Frank, what did you say? Breaks? Oil, oil change, change. What else? but but All even but even that's unrealistic right. because nowadays right. if I say to you what does an oil change cost on a 2015 Toyota Tundra? Are you going to use with a synthetic oil? Right. Well, you got to know that. <laughs> or, you got to know whether yeah. it's a composite right. filter or not. Right. You see what I'm saying? It's no longer a $35 oil sure. change. Now it's a $119 oil change. You know, you bring in a BMW, it's a $168 oil change. But you don't usually see engine overhaul 299.99. That's another story. I'm just making the point that some consumers that. Um, we're fighting every day. Like we, we believe that the best approach, and I'll say it till I'm a broken record here. How much does it cost to find out what's wrong with that car? Or can I come in for you guys to do sort of a bumper to bumper valuation? And more importantly, can you tell me what I need? That's priority. How do we know? And you know what? You can do that. And the beautiful thing that you just said, we're fighting every day. What we need to make sure that we are getting across to our customers that we're fighting for them. Yeah. We are fighting for you, and we will do exactly what you said. We'll do a complete inspection. We'll digitize it. We'll find out exactly everything that's going on with the car. We'll take pictures, Steve, just for you. Yes, Thank just you. for you. And speaking of pictures, who the do we chicken, got The right chickens now? are around. It's the oh, blue head hey. of Delaware, Mr. Greg Buckley, <laughs> joining us. Hey, guys. 
Jesus, How you doing, Gregor? Yes, How's everybody the... doing? Well, good. Well, good. We got Buckley, we got Billy Knuckles, we got Lee and Kelly Weatherby, <laughs> Frank, Steve. It's crazy around this here. This is one big party, I'll tell oh, you that. This, <laughs> will, this will go down as the 10 microphone national car talk show. <laughs> I, I, uh, we, we can solve all the world's problems right here and now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so we've got uh, Greg Buckley, Buckley's Auto Care. Want to give a shout out to what you're doing. Let's open the floor for you. Uh, big deal. Like, uh, I... But car seat, yeah, car hey, seat we, safety. We had we had one of the we had a an incredible days. day today. <laughs> Wait a minute, time out. Were, were yeah. you guys involved in this, Kelly? No, I saw okay. you. I, I saw it on Greg's Facebook live uh, feed. You guys are all ATI. And you were, yeah, you bet. You nice. and, yeah, and you were yeah. uh, talking about your. Uh, Child car, car seat, car seat child safety. safety. Yeah, three yeah. days. Now, yeah, uh, we, uh, stoked for you. Real quick, uh, yeah, we, Greg, we as actually, a consumer, hang on, real quick, as a consumer, I'm listening to you. I'm saying car seat. I can go to fire department or something, but the fact is that the municipalities are stretched thin. Yeah. And so what are you bringing to change that, that uh, education? What are you doing differently to help people? Well, what we're doing is we're becoming a complete safety, uh, a child safety resource center, and actually driver safety resource center here at Buckley. So it's really fascinating. And uh, today we really, you know, we, we, uh, uh, we inaugurated uh, five other shops through the ATI network uh, to become uh, child safety seat certified, which means they can follow the path and work with hospitals and other organizations that really want to promote child safety. And, you know, that brings us into the element of the interior of the vehicle. And there's a whole big thing. The biggest thing is is that we did our first class. Uh, the, the shop owners were just incredible. They're all some, some major 20-group players. We're so, we're so happy that they got it. And then to top it off, uh, here at Buckley's during today, we, we actually worked with MetLife down at the Sally May Company headquarters, and we did a complete car seat safety show and an expo where we did over 51 car seat inspections for parents uh, today right in our local trade area. Um, it's fascinating. It's great. Uh, I couldn't be more prouder of our team here at Buckley's. And of course, you know our training team down at ATI. Is I love this. I love this. It, it reminds me of something, Greg. Uh, uh, it reminds me. I had a sheriff elect uh, years ago call our garage. He and he mm-hmm. said, "Hey, uh, we're running, and and we knew this gentleman." And uh, he said, "What can we do? What can the sheriff's office do for uh, small business?" And I said, "Wait a minute." What can small business do for sheriff's department? Right. And that's what you're doing. I think that's the concept. Yep. Look, I got to tell you, we got a big screen TV with all this noise of federal government stuff. And I'll say it. I'll say it. I've always said it. It's the backbone of this country. It's the Weatherbees. It's the Buckleys. Steve, you're in there too. Yeah, I can be a, as a DJ. And what I'm saying <laughs> is that's what we're talking about. And so, Greg, this is phenomenal. You're actually taking a need, taking yep. the burden off. and Because consumers got to be educated. And that right, is right. I love we that. Take, we're taking we're taking a uh, a situation that the government and other social agencies cannot handle, and we're using our professional background, which we all are. You know, everybody on the show right today, and for all your listeners in Wrench Nation here, uh, us professionals, we see more interiors than you can th- think of, and we see more car seats that are either uh, ill-fitted or old. Uh, but we offer our advice. So if you ask the shop owners who took the class today, they'll come out and tell you that they never realized how intense car seat training really is. But once they get it, they understand. And then we create a network where we can offer a reliable service to a specific location, such as Georgia, where one of our uh, shop owners were, or Connecticut. Uh, And then we get involved socially and, you know, engage with, 
you know, uh, other uh, entities that need these types of services done, whether it's social or business. All right. um, it's just fantastic. And yeah, this is awesome, Greg. It comes back to the shop. And also when you talk about, you know, bringing people into the shop, it's a whole new element. Um, I, like I said, I, I couldn't be more proud of You're excited. I mean, I can see you. It's I like that Isuzu really, commercial. So you want to do the birthday am... cake, you're excited. <laughs> yeah, uh, but we, we got to dive I mean, in. We got people I mean, listening. Seriously. <laughs> we want to know something, though. The topic yeah. of our show, and, and we're going to recap, guys. You're going you're gonna to find and hire a mechanic. You're going to actually, uh, Kelly said eloquently, and I mean, really, this is find a neighbor. He's yep. going to the garage. Do the research yep. beforehand. Yep. Word of mouth around the cooler. Uh, Lee Weatherby, you mentioned, hey, you know what? We're going we're gonna to check out some Google reviews, but uh, we're also going to make sure we be very careful about engaging that relationship with how much does it cost yeah. uh, to fix to maybe get into how much does it cost to find out what's wrong with my car. Um, Steve, you brought up, maybe I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kind of research a little bit. If I do YouTube or Google, yeah. I'm going to slow it down. I'm going to respect that process. I'm going to still give a technician uh, some eyeballs to really tell me what I truly need. I think you need somebody, obviously you're talking about the customer service, customer experience. You know, somebody who's not uh, timid, somebody who has, yeah. has some confidence, yeah. somebody who can talk. You know, you got to have somebody who, you know, what do you think, Greg? What What is it that you need? Well, the simple thing is, is that I would think is that most people inspect or check out a shop with a simple oil service. You know, they're coming in for yeah, a first-time service. What do you like? It's like um, a teeth cleaning. I'm going to check this yeah. dentist out. I'm going to clean the teeth. Exactly. See what yeah, I'm, not, I'm not in deep. I, I yeah. want to be able to check out the personality, see what the shop is doing. Give them and a trial run. Not going to hurt too bad. Your social profile, your internet profile, your word of mouth, all of that is absolutely critical yeah. because people get a first view of you. Yeah. And then once they get the first view, they want to meet you. So if you look yeah. pleasant and your social and your online presence looks great, that's that's kind of like uh, you know the first step. The second step is, hey, you know what? Let me call you. Let me see what you're like. Third step, come in for oil service. Let me see what the personality is like. Let me see how thorough you can yeah. be. Uh, the biggest thing, though, is definitely personality. I mean, we are all in the relationship business, and we want to work with people who are like-kind. Hey, Billy. Yeah. We got Billy. Knuckles yeah, hang on, on, Billy. Hang on one second, because what you say, Greg, I love that. You know, you actually have the guy come in and, and do some stuff. Because we've done that in radio. Literally, you walk in, you wanted a job to be a DJ on the air, and the program director said, well, go in the studio yeah, and make a, make a sample out. tape, right? <laughs> right go, show right. me what you got, right? Go on the air right now. So, so Billy Knuckles, what say you? Well, you, you just hit the nail on the head earlier. You used the word timid, that yeah. you don't like somebody being timid. Right. And, and Greg alluded to this. Ambassador Greg Buckley, the reason he's <laughs> the ambassador, and I mean this sincerely, by the way, the reason he's a great ambassador on behalf of our industry is because he uh, he understands and teaches other shop owners that you have to stand for something. And so, in my case, what it means in my business is when before we do an oil change on a vehicle, the reason people know they've hired the right guy is before we do an oil change on the car, we do a safety inspection on the vehicle, shake right. it down, you know, do a rudimentary safety inspection. We've got a tire rod and falling off the car. We're going to let the customer know this vehicle's not in safe condition. I've mm -hmm. had customers say to me, "Well, just go ahead and do the oil change anyway." And at that point in time, we have a conversation about why we can't go any further with this oil change, because we believe safety is of the utmost concern to them, should be, to us, definitely. Top priority. So we're, we're on the so road with them, too. Yeah. Is, is they know that we're coming from integrity when we care about them right. as much as they should care about themselves. Yeah. You guys want to add anything? Well, I no, just... I do. Go ahead, hold, hold on, Greg. Yeah. Lee and Kelly right now. <laughs> oh, no, I'd say... Go ahead, babe. Well, Frank uh, said it a couple of times. When you're giving your mechanic a 
interview. Um, don't be afraid to ask, how much is it going to cost me to find out about my problem? And that equates to diagnoses. And I would love that not to be a dirty word. If we say diagnostic time, should be acceptable. I think, well, I think Kelly, what's happened. It would be awesome happened, if it wasn't a dirty word. You know, remember we, we mentioned the whole, whole code pull thing. We Look, yeah. what happened is mechanics got nervous. Oh, God, they're going to do a free code pull at the parts house. It just <laughs> diluted. I got 100000 in equipment. I, I got to do free now. Yeah. No, I, no, I you have, don't. And the thing is, code pulling is a courtesy. I always say it's EKG tech. He'll take the EKG, but, man, he ain't going to open your chest. No. <laughs> this is KPNG Chandler 887 The Pulse. Legal ID. We got a few minutes, guys, and we want to <laughs> we want to slowly wrap this up. We got some weird automotive news coming. Uh, I gotta say this, guys. Um, I, I big shout outs. Thank you so much. Billy Knuckles, you've contributed to our women's scholarship. Thank you. If Thank you guys you. are in Detroit, uh, our podcast listeners, go check out. Just go over there. He's got good coffee and and, and, <laughs> and he's a nice guy. Go check out Billy at uh, actually it's William Nalu of Interstate Auto Care. Of course, we play around with Billy Ooh, Knuckles. Uh, and then of yeah. course, <laughs> big shout outs to Lee Weatherby and Kelly. You guys rock. We got a long distance relationship cooking with the station. We're and excited. you guys, I gotta let you guys know listening. Uh, Lee Weatherby and Kelly, they came in and said, you know what, we want to be a part of this. And you guys didn't have to do that. So thank you from the bottom of our hearts. We got listeners that thank you dearly uh, and hit the clap button yeah. for sure. Thank you and so much. And I mean much. that sincerely. You know, we're a small show and we're growing. And so thank you very much for doing that and supporting our efforts in our community. Yeah. And Great thank show. you, Buckley, for being on this week. Billy, we'll talk to you next week. Take All care, right, guys. Bye, Thanks, Greg. guys. Lee, Kelly, take care, guys. Hey, you, you too, Greg. Too. Thanks, Bye, guys. Greg. Billy, great to be with you. Bye-bye. The Wrench Nation Wild and Wacky News on Wheels. All right, we're talking about community. Uh, there's some badness going on in the community of Ford. Uh, uh, a, a couple months ago, Ford Fusions were caught from the factory in Mexico, leaving into this country, lonely little Fords, with bales and bales of marijuana. Oh, goodness. Out in Mexico is some funny business. Well, guess what? It came back. You figured somebody in the government was paying attention and uh, Ford has just had just a couple months ago they had this problem and now and we're talking a million dollars worth of married Juana inside these brand new leave the Ford Fusions alone <laughs> put some air only in the tire please but you can catch that our friends at autoblog.com check out the full story and as I say you know guys you're on iTunes check us out give us a review tell us what you'd like to see on the show we appreciate you we love you we love you and uh, remember our community our show if you got a question get on a Facebook Twitter we're all over, Steve. Thanks to everyone who applied for the Wrench Nation Even Auto Scholarship. We're going to do it again next year. Jenna Brammer of Mesa is our recipient. Yeah. And uh, she's going to be joining us here in the next couple weeks. Congratulations. So, good job. By the way, before we end today, Frank, yes, somebody yes. texted in a reminder when I was talking about the, the $299 engine overhaul. Oh, is there somebody out there doing no, that? Hang on, hang on. I have to play a little reminder, and I think we'll all laugh as we I'm wrap this up. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Anyway, we love you guys. Thanks for joining us every Wednesday, 4 p.m. And as I say every week, be safe, hug each other, and never forget to hug a mechanic.